This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And again, this morning, we're featuring the biggest breakthrough artists in Christian music, talking about bringing faith and hope through music. If you missed any portion of the show and would like to catch up, head to your favorite podcast app like Podcast One or Spotify and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can follow, like, and share on Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. My next guest has been wowing audiences since their 1988 acclaimed debut project, Just As I Am. In 2002, she won the first American Music Award for Contemporary Inspirational Artists. Her 1999 electric records release, Mountain High, Valley Low, introduced her to mainstream audiences and went double platinum. She is a four-time Grammy Award winner and among the best-selling gospel artists of all times. She is hailed as the queen of contemporary gospel music. It's my pleasure to welcome singer, songwriter, actress Yolanda Adams to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Yolanda. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. I'm really excited to talk to you. But, you know, I see you on TV. I see you singing for presidents, uh, for millions around the world, the Super Bowl. On global audiences, do you ever get nervous? I think I get, Rodney, I think I get nervous afterwards, like if I see myself and I'm like, you know, we are all our biggest uh, (laughs) supporters and critics at the same time. Uh And sometimes it's like, oh, you should have did this. Oh, you should have did that. You know, you know how it is. You know, Mm -hmm. we we journalists and radio people and TV people, we always see the stuff that we should have done as opposed to celebrate the thing that happened. So I never really get I'm never nervous the day of like for example when uh we do the late night shows mm-hmm. those are taped earlier and so when I get back to the hotel and I see it I'm like ah oh, I should have wore so and so oh my hair was that you know <laughs> all of those things so okay. I think that's the only time I really get nervous is when I watch the playback isn't okay. that crazy? Yeah, well, I think that's that's normal. I think we all kind of do that. Like you said, we're our own, sometimes we're our own biggest critics. Yeah, I think that's true. Now, when you began your career, um, were there other female gospel artists that took you under their wings that embraced you when you started back in the day? Oh my gosh, such a great question! And uh, you know, very few people ask ask me that question like you just asked it. So that was a great question. Yes. Uh, Tremaine Hawkins, Albertina Walker, Sally Martin, oh my gosh, Inez Andrews, uh, Shirley Caesar, uh, Dr. Dorothy Norwood. I mean, so many were so, Sarah Jordan Powell, oh gosh, Betty Ransom Nelson, so many people that, um, were doing what I was embarking on doing, and they had such great advice. So that is exactly why I am still doing what I love to do after all these years, because they said, keep going, keep refreshing, never listen to your critics if they don't do what you do. (laughs) (laughs) And that was some great advice, because, you know, people think they can do what you do because you make it look so easy. But it's not the truth. You know, you have to be skilled at what we do. You have to know which rooms you're going into. You've got to know which songs are appropriate for each occasion. You can't go in uh, into, say, like a memorial service or a funeral 
singing because I'm happy. You know, right. uh, it's like, no, 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 no. You can't do the Pharrell song there. Right, right. But if you're, do, if you're at a festival with young kids who love uh, gospel music and love Pharrell because, you know, he's a pastor's kid, mm-hmm. they know how to get the meaning, get the holistic and gospel meaning out of that song, you know. So you've got to know that. Oh, I'm ha- I have so much great advice from um, them. You know, Albertina Walker was really adamant about um, making sure your money worked for you. So when you don't want to work, you can you still have, you know, like if you want to just stop for a whole year. And this was her advice to me. If you want to stop for a whole year, write a book, do something else. You know, and, and and sing when you want to sing. You have to make sure that you have that money to fall back on. And I mean, just some great financial advice, spiritual wow. advice. Uh, Tremaine Hawkins, I and when I tell you, uh, she's like a godmother to my daughter. She is such a beautiful, beautiful soul. You know, she got attacked so many times for what she was wearing and how she was presenting her songs. And, you know, she was from the Church of God in Christ. So, you know, when she wore pants on one of her videos, folks were like going crazy. I'm like, they still do that? Right. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> but I had such a great wealth and still have such a great wealth of of folks who just pour into my life. I just talked to Dr. Dorothy Norwood uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and when I tell you she is still on fire, she is one of the most encouraging women I know. So, pan it forward, do you have younger women that, you know, that are just entering the business that you talk to, that you kind of mentor, that you are kind of taking under your wing? You know, I've done that uh, practically all my career. Okay. Uh, Ja'Kalen Carr, we talk. Uh, Anita Wilson, we talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I mean, there's the Leandria Johnson. I'm always talking to her and encouraging her. Tasha Page Lockhart, okay. Tasha Cobbs, uh, Tasha Cobbs Leonard now. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, so many of them. And we, you know, I don't make it a point to you know, like badger them, because I know they have enough stuff in their lives that's going on. You know, I I call and I leave messages. I uh, like their pages and things like that. And whenever they need me, they call me. I want to do something that will uh, encourage not just those who are in the forefront that are always getting the shine. I also want to encourage young women who are in gospel music uh, that, you know, you don't really hear about, but they're doing great things. Mm-hmm. I want to encourage them as well. So myself, Vicki Winans, and uh, a few of us, we're, we're going to put like a, a network, like a mentoring network together mm-hmm. so we can meet once, you know, all this COVID stuff is really over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can meet uh, at least once or twice a year and just pour into young women. And in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're speaking to some of your favorite Christian music artists. On the phone with me now is multi-award winning gospel music artist Yolanda Adams. So let me ask you this now. Throughout your career, how strong have people pulled you or pressured you into doing R&B music, secular music, and getting away from gospel music? Have you been pressured in such a way? I'm sure you have. Well, I've had people suggest Okay. But here's the beauty about what I do. Mm-hmm. I have been able to, you know, like folks that have gone before me, like uh, Aretha Franklin. And she was, an- she was another one of my mentors. I forgot to mention her. I mean, 
she talked to me like, oh, gosh, so many times about mm-hmm. everything. And so the, what they knew is that you don't have to go totally secular or totally country or totally bluegrass to be effective to the world. Because my thing is, has always been, how effective will I be if I don't like what I'm doing? Because I love gospel music. I love inspirational music. I love inspiring people to be their best selves. So if I am not being true to myself, now, you know, we all have love, heart of break, and then restoring of love and all, you know, their wedding songs and things like that. That's different. Mm -hmm. But to make a career of baby done me wrong and all that kind (laughs) of, I can't do that because I'm I'm one of those people, I'm full of joy, you know? And I just believe that whatever's in your heart, you're going to thrive with and telling people how blessed they are and letting them know that the trouble and the trial that they're dealing with right now really isn't the last thing that's going to happen to them. We all deal with stuff. You know, unfortunately, all my stuff gets public because I'm a public person. Mm. But the people who listen to me, they may be going through the same things I go through, and uh, they have no no outlet. That's why I write the way I write. I write from my experiences so that people know, wow, if Yolanda went through that, man, okay, I guess I can go through it too, you know? Oh. So that, you know, that's why I've never been pressured. I don't believe people pressure you into anything because you have to say yes or no. Okay, good, good. So almost along the same lines, I think, and you kind of touched on this, I think you're alluding to this, is that, you know, as a Christian artist, I think a lot of people have the expectation for you guys to be perfect. And most especially right now when you have social media and things like that, mm-hmm. um, I think people expect you guys to be perfect. Well, you know, that's unfortunate because they aren't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always interesting to me how people want you to be something that they're not. Mm-hmm. It's sure. like, so you expect me to be pretty much Jesus in flesh? Right. And, you know, what a beautiful compliment, but I'm not him. You right. know, I have to be me. And I I agree with you. I think that people mistake the Bible for a perfect book. There's so many people who have books in the Bible that were like, they were fearful, Mm -hmm. they worried, Mm -hmm. you know, they wanted to leave out of here. You know, uh, one of the biggest prophets that we talk about all the time, Elijah, Elijah got depressed. I mean, he was in a massive depression. So if you look at the Bible and you say, oh, you're supposed to be perfect. Well, that's not the truth. David wasn't perfect. Solomon wasn't perfect. Job wasn't perfect. You know, nobody was perfect. Even Jesus did not say, hey, I want you to be perfect. As a matter of fact, If we look at it, Jesus wasn't perfect either. You know how I know? The Pharisees got mad at him and his disciples. Well, his disciples, because Jesus was fasting. But they got mad at at Jesus' disciples because they plucked corn on the supposed Sabbath. Those men were hungry. They had traveled, and so that was against the law. So Jesus Jesus told them, he's like, hey, um, if they're hungry, they should eat. So that was, you know, that was one of those real, uh, mm-hmm. um, how do you, holy sanctimonious things mm-hmm. that they were trying to catch Jesus, you know, in, in the wrong. And Jesus was like, hey, let them eat. 
So even Jesus, according to these lovely people now who want you to be perfect, even Jesus wasn't perfect. So, I mean, hey, if I'm in the same company with Jesus, I think I'm cool. All right. So let's talk about Mountain High Valley Low. That's one of my favorite projects that you've done. Coming up almost on 25 years for that electric. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Double platinum, won the Grammy Award for um, Best Contemporary Soul Gospel Album. It was groundbreaking in terms of gospel music on a major mainstream record label. How did that come together, um, Yolanda Adams? Sylvia Roan, who was the head of Electra Records, had always been a fan. And my contract with Verity was up. And she came to the uh, Warner, was it Warner Theater? Whatever the theater was, it was myself, Kirk and Fred, we were all in concert. And she was so excited. She said, listen, I don't want to change who you are. All I want to do is bring you to the masses because people need that kind of encouragement. And 25 years later, folks are still talking about it. I'm still singing songs from that uh, particular project. And that, I mean, that, the connection with her and that record label really changed my life. I had always uh, been friends with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, but I couldn't afford them on the labels that I was on. <laughs> and she said, give me your wish list of producers. Wow. I gave her Richard Smallwood. I gave her Kevin wow. Bond. I gave her uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Babyface what? wasn't available at the time, but she's like, no problem. We're paying them what they're worth, and we're going to get this album done. And here we are all these years later. Same thing. Wow. Look at that. You wrote Open My Heart, I understand. And you wrote it with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. What do you remember? Big Jim. Right. What do you remember about that whole experience? What was that like for you? Well, as a writer, you remember all of your writing experiences because your writing experiences pretty much, um, you know, they tell you where you were at a certain point and then they emphasize the glory and the victory that you experience today. And the way we approach writing together is we come together and we start talking about, you know, how our year was, how our week was, you know, and then they say, hey, what kind of central theme are you dealing with? I'm like, hey, I wrote this thing in my office and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And when I, when I read it to them, there wasn't a dry eye in the room. And so they're like, okay, look, we got to tweak some things. We got to put some strings here. We got to put some background here. We're going to do this. And, you know, after I did the vocals in the booth, there was like this maybe five minutes of silence. Mm. And everybody from Big Jim to uh, Jimmy Terry and myself and even the young man who was working the board, we were all like, whoa. God is going to do something big with this. All right. Because there was not a person in that session that was not touched. Wow. So you, this is really cool because it sounds like you had a lot of creative control with that project. Thank you, Sylvia Rohn. (laughs) (laughs) That is the reason I had uh, all the, you know, the creative control that I needed Mm -hmm. was because of her. And that was one of the things that, was very important to me because, you know, uh, I can't lie. I had creative control uh, with Ben Tankard and George and the folks with Verity. But it was it was really different because it was like she understood that this was 
pretty much like my unveiling to the world, mm. the writing talent, because everybody knew that I sang, you know, mm. they know that. But to know that I can also write as well, I mean, that was a to- that was a total different aspect of my career that really like sprang into action because of Sylvia Roan. And I will forever be grateful to that lady. All right, good. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show, more information about our guests can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook there, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. We're talking again to Miss Yolanda Adams. Now, I understand, I, I can't believe this, but I understand that it's been over a decade since you released a new album. Is that right? Yeah, it has been, but don't fear. Uh, We just finished the uh, project, and uh, Jimmy and Terry are in the process of mixing and mastering. I know I've been saying it for a while, and we're working with Sylvia Roan again. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. There's so many great songs that speak to us. And, you know, today, mm-hmm. all of the stuff that we've gone through and all of the places that we've been where, you know, we, we couldn't move, we couldn't do this. But, you know, how do you find the joy in now? That mm-hmm. is the whole thing. How do you find the joy in your life right now when things are looking like they're not joyful, you know? Mm-hmm. So we have such an amazing project that will be out of first of next year wow because you know we're running into the christmas and the Mm -hmm. you know the thanksgiving holidays and stuff like that and you know so oh i'm so excited all right good we can't wait for that i I mean i'm I'm here for that that's gonna be awesome i can't wait now let me talk about this um let's talk about motherhood because your daughter is now an adult uh what is it like parenting a young adult and having a young adult are you still parenting and what is it like to see her grow and become a young woman well listen you will always parent i don't care how old your child okay. is well i have that teenage is boys automatic it is an automatic response it's an automatic thing mm-hmm. because although she is such a wonderful human being and a wonderful young adult i, I say young adult okay. um sh- there are still things that she calls and asks me about you you know, we were on uh, FaceTime last night. She was making salmon and pesto pasta and stuff <laughs> like that. And she's like, Mom, so what do you think if I add this and this and that? And on? I'm like, girl, you better go on and be a chef. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm very proud of her. But uh, to all the parents who are listening, don't think that uh, once they're out of college, because she graduated from Howard, she's out and uh, in um in L.A., you know, trying to break open in the big screen and stuff like that. It's like, okay, you know, I have to be okay with that, you know. But I I realize, and this is something else that you realize as a parent, I have poured into her all of the fundamental foundations that she will need for anything. She can go to London and, uh, and thrive. She can go to South Africa and thrive. She can go anywhere and thrive with all of the things that I have poured into her. And I have to trust God that the same God that, you know, took care of me and my mom and my grandmother and, you know, all of my uh, folks will take care of her. So, you know, after a certain age, it's like, yeah, all right. You know, how how you and God doing? So, yeah, she has a beautiful relationship with God. So how was that transition? Because I, I, I have teenage boys. I have one will be going off to college next year. 
And so I'm I'm thinking like how am I going to be able to let go? You will have to. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you will have to let go, but it won't be as hard as you think. Okay. Because again, you know what you guys have poured into your child. Mm-hmm. You know how amazing your child is. You know what uh your child will and won't do. Uh, because there are certain things that, you know, you've taught them. You've taught them how to be patient. You've taught them how to be kind. You've taught them how to really, you know, depend on God. And when that happens, you know, you may not even be there, and you may not even know what's going on. You'll have a sense because, you know, we as parents, we all have that uh, intuition thing that God gives us. You know, we call it the Holy Spirit when when they start, you know, when you feel something, you know, get, give them a call. Now, that's not the worry call. Okay. It's like, hey, what you doing? How's it going? You know, and then they're going to miss you, too. Yeah. That's the other thing. They okay. will miss you, too, and they'll miss that time of talking to you and, you know, being able to converse and say, hey, Dad, you know, I, I, need, I need some advice on such and such and such, you know. It takes getting used to. It really does. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But what you but you realize, though, is, oh, wait a minute. This is what my mom and my dad had to deal with when I left. Okay. So you have to understand that, you know, that, that whole God is great thing, it really is true. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. For more information on the show, more information on our guests, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there, Instagram and Twitter. You can reach out to us at Rodney Lear on air, or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. All morning long, we're speaking to some of your favorite Christian music artists. On the phone with me now is four-time Grammy Award-winning artist, singer, songwriter, actress, Yolanda Adams. Now, let's play some Yolanda Adams, true or false here. I'll mention the statement, and Yolanda, you let me know if this is true or false about you. You ready to go? All right, here's the first question. Your hit song, Yell, was co-written by Tina and Erica from Mary Mary. True or false? True. All right. I so, love them. So you knew them way before when, right? Oh, yeah. I, I knew them when they were uh, still like 16 and 17. Wow. They were young. Yeah. All right. Now, you started golfing when you were eight and are an avid golfer today. Is that true or false? True. True. Wow. Yes. You get out there on the green, right? Of course. All right. Come on now. All right. So who's your dream golf partner? My dream golf partner would probably be, oh, I have to say Tiger Woods. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, after that, it would probably be Beverly Johnson, the uh, Uh, model. model. Yes. Okay. Yes. But my all-time favorite uh, golfing partner is my brother, Attorney Major Adams. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's sweet. I love that. All right. You received the Tony Award nomination for SpongeBob, the Broadway musical. I don't know about that one. Is that true or false? That is true, yes. So what did you do with that project? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's so cool. Uh, I have, um, well, they needed like a really uh, riveting gospel kind of song for Patrick. Okay. And, uh, you know, because he was about to be the savior of Bikini Bottom. He was going to save everybody. (laughs) And I had to, well, me and my writing partner uh, and my um, music uh, director 
Mr. Rodney East. Some right. of your listeners know who he is. We wrote this song probably in about two hours. We were having so much fun with it, <laughs> and uh, and they loved it. Uh, Miss Tina Landau, who was the uh, executive producer, she loved it, and uh, and the guy Danny Skinner, who was the act- who actually played Patrick, he loved it, and so we got a chance to be a part of that. And when the uh, what was it when it was in New York, just opening up. I got a chance, well, me and Rodney got a chance to go down and participate. So it was like, oh, my gosh, I love it, I love it, I love it. And, you know, of course, I was the coolest mom in the world. Taylor was like, Mom, this is so cool. (laughs) That is awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're out of time this morning. You've been so great. I really do appreciate it. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Yolanda Adams, we can't wait for this new album coming out. The beginning of next year, we're going to kind of hold you to that because we need yes. more Yolanda Adams music. How can we find out more about you? Uh, on all social media platforms, I'm Yolanda Adams with the blue check. Okay. And they can also go to the website, YolandaAdamsLive.com. All right. Yolanda, thank you so very much. I have the, I'm, I was sitting here interviewing you, and I just had, I've been doing radio for over 30-something years, and I just had one of those moments like, I was thinking about my grandmother who passed on, who was a huge fan of yours. I'm thinking, like, I wish she could hear this, know this, but I guess somehow she probably is, right? Oh, yes, she is. How beautiful. And thank you so much. We've been speaking to multi-award-winning singer, songwriter, actress, Yolanda Adams. If you'd like more information on the breakthrough Christian music artists that we featured this morning, head to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter, Rodney Lear on air. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today.